tonight is one of those nights where I think we're going to give you too much show. Way too much show. Because we have one of my favorite people in the studio right now. You've heard him on the bone before. I think he should be on the bone like all the time. <laughs> you already know the laugh. I, I think, um, he, like I say, he's one of my favorite people and it's hard not to like this guy. His personality is infectious. But he's also one of my personal heroes in radio as a broadcaster. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But he's the host. He's one half of the Miguel and Holly show, morning show on Hot 101.5. Let's give it up for Miguel Fuller. What's up, Miguel? How you doing? Hey, we are ending this thing off. We've had a lot of guests. Oh, okay. But we saved my favorite for last. Oh, this is amazing. I am so, so happy to be here. And uh, shout out to JR. Because JR knew I wanted Miguel on here. He didn't tell me that he had you and he snuck it in there. Yes. Oh. And I was like, what? You got Miguel? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's start the show with a toast, y'all. Yeah. A festive Ooh. toast. I don't so, know if y'all right. can get it all down to Miguel. Wait. I don't know. This is that blue agave. agave. What? Agave. You almost Thank, had it. Thank you. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Before we do this, okay, because I got? know, because I'm black and the well, first oh, time. Oh, no. Wait, wait a minute. You've already. I, wait, sorry, I know. You've brought wait. race into things. I know. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. See, I'm already. Yeah. You well, triggered? Probably, I'm a prob- problematic Negro. Yeah. <laughs> I was told via DM last night. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, you know what? That's okay. I know. I am. <laughs> go go okay. ahead. But, but yeah. you know what, though? You say what you want to say. This is a free space right here. I love it. You well, friends. Well, the first time that I ever drank with my uncles was a couple of years ago. And I was like, when I, when I drink or take a shot, and I've learned this in college, uh-huh. that you have a little chaser. And oh, they were yeah. like, you don't be no little bitch. You ain't going to do no chasing. You go drink it. <laughs> Straight from my Uncle Philip's mouth. And I was like, oh, I can't do that. And this yeah, is what I like about men. Men are willing to suffer through something just to appear tough. <laughs> I'm like, there's some cranberry hey. over there. You don't got to suffer. I, I admitted something. I, I already see what kind of show this is going to be. We hadn't yeah. even had a shot yet. I admitted, I admitted to one of my buddies the other day, my buddy Darren Harris that's on the show sometime. We were drinking some Hennessy. And then we looked at each other. We go, yo, we've been drinking this forever. And he goes, I go, yeah. And I go, it's nasty. <laughs> and he goes, oh, my God, thank you for admitting it's nasty. And I was like, yes, it is nasty, but we drank it for the culture. Yeah. What? No. You don't have to. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. I do. It needs to taste you know, you good. Know where, you know where Hennessy comes from? Where? France. Exactly. That's not that's not that's not part of the culture. It is now. Oh, okay. <laughs> it has been at every hip hop night for the past twenty years. Five dollar Hennessy's. Yeah. That incredible hook. Yeah. Have you ever true. had an incredible hook? I have not. That's a Hennessy and a hypnotic. I thought it was Ooh. Alizé. No, no, no that's no, uh yeah, yeah, wait, that's no, you're right, that's you're right. A, Wait a minute. I think I thought it was Alizé. No, Hypnotic and Alizé. Wait, Hypnotic right. and Hennessy is something else. Okay, okay, okay. We'll get to it. Let's do a little toast, fellas, Oof, before we start All right, so we don't have no chasers here? Okay. You want me to get, I'll get one. Well, right. Oh, chaser. No, we ain't doing, yeah, we ain't okay. doing no chaser. We ain't no doing no chaser. Come on, squad here. Okay, it's all right. I got tea. Okay, come on. Tea? Give me some tea. I, I Wait, you to. got some water? Give me, give me have some yeah. little water. That's what, yeah, I got black tea. I, got I don't know what kind of tea. Why it's got to be black tea? Y'all slow down. That's the only tea I drink. I'm supposed to be the bad one. No, I like being bad. Okay, here we go. We're going to get Miguel in some trouble tonight. Oh, God. He give me some hot some tea. Piping hot tea. All right. Chase down. Like a hot Let's do it. It's for the season right here. All right. All right. I don't really have a fancy toast to, uh, so uh, here's here. the, the three of you, you uh-huh. handsome gentlemen. You got yeah. one? Uh, hey, yo, here's the being number one. What? Yes. Say it again. Here's the being number one, Say baby. Say it again. Here's the being number one, <laughs> All right. Baby. Cheers. There cheers. we go. Oh, God, help me. Mm. Uh. Mm. Mm. Oh Woo! no! Uh, you good? You good? Uh, you good? You good? Y'all okay. good? Y'all real good? 
I'm good. Yeah, kill oh, those Okay, worms. wait a minute. You need a little. You might I'm need good. To get him, I'm good. Go get him some orange juice. Yeah, I'm yeah. Good. What I'm you good. need? Orange juice, apple juice, cranberry juice. I got it. Yeah. Listen, we I have put persimmon. worse things in my mouth. It's wait fine. a minute. Let's come on now. Let me. Let, this is. We I have, have a lot of things. We have kumquat juice. I love kumquat juice. Yeah. Okay. We got, we got to get. <laughs> we got to get to the first break. <laughs> we have to get to the first break. <laughs> okay. There's a couple things I want to do and a couple things I don't want to do. But first, what I want to do is Miguel. What is your Christmas time? Mm-hmm. Do you celebrate it first of all? I do, I do. Right, okay, and what is? Um, just give me an overview of what Christmas is to you. Like, like maybe some memories from mm. your childhood. Give me some things that stick out in the Miguel Fuller Christmas uh, vision. So I will tell you that uh, if you listen to the Bone, you've heard uh, Holly on my co-host, and her yeah. and I have worked together for ten years. We've been best friends for ten years. Lived together for five. That is amazing. That's <laughs> the friendship part. Let alone that it was professional as well. I, right, mean, I know. Crazy, it's, yeah. Everyone always like all over the industry. They're like, what? Uh, but whenever I tell stories of my childhood, Holly had like the picturesque um, childhood of Christmas, where like. Everything was perfect. Whereas, Every, but everybody wants to think that for you. Right. It's true. And so when I tell stories about mine, Holly, like there was one time we had to stop the show because she started crying so hard. Because you were telling her your Christmas. Yeah. And, and and it's not anything that hurts me now. It's it's part of who I am. And so when I when I tell stories about it, I think it's funny. I'm like, it is what it is. That's It made me who I am. Okay. Okay. You're getting ready to get into something real quick because Miguel is, number one, one of the, Miguel is He's one of the people that I listen to in morning radio. And sometimes I say to myself, I wonder if I could do morning radio. Yeah. Because, Miguel, you have a genuine happiness that I think you yeah. have to have to be successful in the morning. Very yeah. high energy. Very, yeah, and, and, you, and you can hear it through the mic. I like, hear you it, can hear I, it through the speakers. Like, I hear it really in genuine. your yeah. voice. Mm. I hear it in Calta. There's a, a cheerfulness, a yes, let's yeah. go. Mm. And I don't feel that way to like one, two in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. So I don't After know if I coffee. could ever give somebody yeah. that. But Miguel is getting ready. This is a, it's. I feel like we're getting ready to bait and switch. Because Miguel, Miguel is such a happy, pleasant presence yeah yeah he's getting ready to hit you with a horrible christmas story <laughs> i just want to let you know he's getting ready to hit you with some horrible stuff yeah. because miguel told me something M- miguel told me the story of his car uh-huh. <laughs> one day in the office i walked out of there limping i was like oh my god that was the worst story i ever heard in my life <laughs> the story was at the end of the story i can i can you will know the story just by him going so at the end of the day when they take it all at least i can live in this car that's oh. how the story ended. Oh, wow. I was like, damn, Miguel. I was I just saying, yeah, have a nice weekend. That got real, <laughs> <laughs> that got real. real. R- real quick, real quick, because we're not going to get back to this because my memory is horrible. Mm. TJ, what is Hennessy and Alizé called? Hennessy and Alizé is uh, Thug Passion. All right, I just Hypnotic. lost... Hypnotic and Hennessy is the incredible hoax. That's a drink. That's the best drink I've ever had. Mm. Man, I've had my best and worst nights off of that incredible hoax. Mm. Oh, for sure. You can put it with Cavassier, too. That's pretty good. It's basically the same thing. Yeah, but don't tell nobody it's Cavassier hollow. <laughs> Miguel, give me this Christmas. So, growing up in a single-parent household... Is this what made Holly cry, by the way? Uh, no, what, that... I want what made Holly cry. That's a, yo, you want, you want that just one? Just mix it in. I don't even know. Okay, just, okay, just talk. Okay. I don't even know. Uh, so, living <laughs> in a, in a single-parent household where my mom, she went through some, like, rough times growing up, and so... It was probably like right around when I was in the, I'd say fifth grade is when you understand the truth about Christmas and whatnot. Now that that it it costs money and stuff. Yes. Right. Right. Now that's a whole nother story. Okay. But that was when all of a sudden when my mom would go and this would always happen about a week before Christmas, she'd go, 
ooh, it's going to be a tough Christmas this year. Mm. And at first I was like, oh, I wonder what that means. She's trying to brace you. And then that's when I realized that Christmas would get less and less and less. And it was really jarring because I grew up in Atlanta and I lived in like the southern part of Atlanta near the airport and yeah. I was bussed up to the white school. Was that SWATs? Uh, M to M. M to M. Majority okay. to minority. Oh. And so I was bu- I was on the school bus like for three hours every morning going to north of Atlanta. And so I you were, so you were like almost rich enough to go. To, you were poor enough to be poor, but no, poor he got, enough to be go, to go to a white school. No, he got bust. I, I was bust. No, I was just black. Uh-huh. That because no, what, okay, yeah, we share that. I got bust too. Yeah, well, yeah, because back in the seventies, they did this for uh, the Atlanta because it still is very segregated where the people live. Can mm-hmm. I say that the busing was good for me? It, no, it was. I'm, I don't think I would I, be here if it weren't for that. I, I wouldn't either. I passed. Look, I lived in a middle so, class black neighborhood, but I passed. Four ghetto schools to get to Bellevue to Goodwin, and I was like, "Thank God!" So what, so what does bus mean? It's almost like integration. No, it's like we know where you live, mm-hmm. and we need uh, we need a couple more guys that look like you to be in this school. So we're gonna drive a bus. It's very un- inefficient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it yeah. costs them a lot of money, All but right. we're gonna take you from here to a school that you would never be able to attend, and now you're gonna get an education you never would have been able to get. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So I was on the it's bus crazy. every day going from the black area south of Atlanta all the way up to the northern very rich area and so I remember like the first uh, Christmas break in middle school coming back from Christmas break and being like okay everyone what did you get and my friends were like oh well we went to uh, Aspen we went to Vail uh, and we got this thing and that thing and I'd be like well um you know it's fine. What did you get, girl? And so that's when I learned to sort of like you, mask sort of the sadness. Of you learned it right there on the spot. I did. I did. And so then it sort of became a like I would dread that first day back from Christmas break. Because it's all about show and tell. What you? What did you get? Uh, right. What did you get? And I never got anything. And so then mm-hmm. I just learned to just sort of like brace myself for that. Oh, it's gonna be a tough Christmas this year. How many mm. how many siblings do you have? Do you I have, have one. You have I have one, one other. Okay. He's eight years older than I am. Oh, so you, it was you and him living in the same household? No, under we actually parent. we we never lived together. We have different fathers, uh-huh. and so he always lived like either with my grandmother mm-hmm. when I lived with my mom, and then when we moved, he was old enough to live on his own mm-hmm. when I was in middle school. So we never lived together. Oh, I okay. just want to say it's Friday night on Sober the Kevin Show. This is our last show of the year. Well. Officially, officially, yeah, we may yeah. pop back in and Next do some week. other shows. Yeah. But oh. We're not committing to a date. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah we, <laughs> not just, at all. When we both feel like it, when we're both off, nah. right? Yeah. And, but first, but me and Jr. When we communicate via text, um, we don't know where Mo is because he hates the show. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so what? that's my official statement. What? Yeah. That's oh, what I, w- I was wondering where he was. That's what he's sticking with. He's actually gone on uh, TSA stuff, on TSA duties. Blah but, blah blah. But but <laughs> but we're, he's saying that he hates the show and everything like that, which he doesn't. But. You know, maybe he does. Well, let me ask you a question. <laughs> yeah, right, let me ask yeah. you a question. Well, see, I'm trying to talk about sad Miguel Christmas. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, I know what you're trying to do. I'd say shout out to a cat named Mo. Yeah. All right. Mm. Yeah, man. Where we were got, we? We got to spread the love. Uh, we we're talking nah, about we him being, uh, you know, after the first day of um, first he, day of he, Christmas. He, he, it was after, it yeah. was the worst because yeah. you had and you learned right there that you were broke. I did. That's when right. I learned, and then how important those material did, things were to other people. Did that devastate you, or did that motivate you? 
always motivated. I always took, this is why I never see anything as sadness. Okay. It was just one of those situations where I said, well, I don't ever want to be like that. Like, I don't want that. If I ever have kids, I don't want that to be the situation for them. I right. want to change Where you got to tell them, it's going to be a tough Christmas. Exactly. You don't want to say that to no, them. No, I don't. I don't. Right. I've never wanted to do that. So that's why, one of the many reasons why I've worked so hard to be able to get to where I am. I can say that um, it's funny that you say that because I think I'm a little bit older than you. I like to dance around with my age. I don't Just really a couple of years. I'm, I look, but um, I was saying on the air one night that I don't think I'm better off than my parents were. Really? And I don't think I could give a child right now. I want to be a father, but I do not think I could give a child what my parents gave me. Mm. Now, what I could give is more time and more attention. Right. And I feel like that could bridge the gap on, okay, maybe I can't buy you a car when you're 16. Right. You know, but maybe I can be there every day. Those things go <laughs> maybe you Maybe you can see your daddy every day. Right. <laughs> That's a hell of a... And yeah. I have... I would like to... If I could make things the way I want to be, I would want to be a stay-at-home dad, which mm. I come to work every night at 6 o'clock. Right. That is why, see, I'm playing chess, not checkers. <laughs> Reverse that. Okay. Yeah. You're playing checkers, not chess. I should be playing chess, not checkers. Yeah. But anyway, You're playing checkers if instead. I were to be a full-time at-home dad, I can do that right now because I have the time. Mm-hmm. And the, the window space in my life is open where I could be that. Why so don't that's you some, do it? Well, you know, that's we, we that's what we're we are working on all of that. You're trying. Well, I didn't say we're trying. Oh, okay. okay. But we trying yeah <laughs> okay but anyway um, you're trying but you ain't trying no we ain't okay. trying so get me so so you learned that lesson and it made you determined it did it did and that was one of the many things growing up and then also i remember you know because i i lived in a uh two bedroom well first through middle school and through until my junior of high school i lived in a one bedroom apartment with my grandmother in this retirement home so like wow. i slept in the living room okay and so like on sunday mornings um her friends would come over early in the morning so they can go to the mall and right. i would be on the pull out couch sleeping and then mm. i'd have to wake up because letha and betty weston were coming over to take mm. my grandma out shopping and so that was one of the things of that made me say i want to do better because when i started going to my friends houses up in Roswell, north of Atlanta, okay. and I would see these houses, and I would see how palatial and I'm like huge what, what are y'all were. doing? And I literally in high school, I oh. remember my friend Caitlin and my friend Ryan, particularly. I remember being at their houses for like a long period of time, either for like a play or student council, and I would ask their parents. I'd be like, "How did you get this?" How, how do you how do you like have that's this? the best question <laughs> seriously i was like yes. i don't even i literally had no concept of how do you like, have a checking account like in your mind like how do people act no one actually gets a house this is something you see in a movie it is, seriously i right. mean because like growing up if uh, i remember like we never like applebee's fridays like that was that never happened like you don't what do go you mean to that didn't happen like because my mom never had enough money to afford those things so you never like, ate out until no, like you were okay. an only fast food right only fast food that was it. that was cheap yeah. exactly dollar menu three dollars and 25 cent bought you two double stacks and a large fry from wendy's when i was growing up yes it did mm-hmm. that's yep. what i knew that's mm-hmm. what i grew up on and so then when i would stay at my friend's house and they'd be like okay we're gonna go out to longhorn and i'd be like 
what? That bill was like eighty dollars. How do you pay for that? And this isn't like somebody didn't graduate. Did y'all win the lottery? Right, right. Like what happened? How do you do this? Like y'all all up in the Longhorn on a Wednesday night? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, random ass. Just night. random night. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. And so those are the questions that I would ask. And so then that's when I started. Um, did you I, get answers? I did. <laughs> okay. I did. I did. They they were all so helpful, and I cannot be more grateful to the people that took me in because I always say that if it weren't for those people in my high school in middle school mm. in college who helped me like my teachers uh band together and like got me and paid for my prom they bought my ticket they gave me money for my tuxedo wow. for my limo for my dinner for my date if it weren't for them i would not be here oh wow in the prom who's your date miguel it was my friend joel now, were you out no. then? Yeah, wow. I was. I was. I like. Well, you I, were that night if you were before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, in high school. Well, let me tell you, that was the funny thing. So, the end of my junior year, I ran for senior class president, and all all throughout high school, I kept running for president and I kept losing. But then I would get like another senator spot, and then finally, at my my big speech that I gave, I said, "Listen, I've been campaigning for all these years." Let me do this. You know that I can do the job because I have been committed. I am open. I am honest. I am me. And I was up against like three other popular people and I won. And to me, that was sort of like my my coming out because I wasn't trying to be like, oh, I'm not gay. But I'm did you say real. you said that in a speech, though? I never did. But I made sort of uh, yeah, references you, to yeah, it. You put like breadcrumbs out. Like little, right. little, little, OK, little first of all, yeah. Miguel, in high school, we were the same guy. Right. I was Mr. Student Council, all mm-hmm. of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And if I would have been on, if I would have been there, you know, you got five people running and they all get up and give their speech. Mm-hmm. If I would have had to go on out Miguel and he would have came out, I would have been like, ah, I, I can't top that. I can't do it. I can't top it. But I would have beat you. I would have beat you with my closing. When I close, this is what I do. At Student Council at Ricketts High School in 1990. This worked. Okay. I, I gave my speech because I had been other, I had been this freshman class president, mm. sophomore. Now, I did lose this mm. to, um, what's her name? Was it was it Nikki Williams? Ooh, Nikki. I, I lost it to Nikki, Nikki Williams. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and in my concession speech, I told her, I said, 10 years from now, she'll never organize a reunion. So <laughs> <laughs> y'all do right by me. <laughs> and anyway, it didn't happen. That reunion didn't happen. But this is how. I, I should have won. This is what I told her. I said, y'all know me. I'm Kevin Caswell. Mm. I've been your freshman president, your sophomore, and your junior. All right. And then I go, I tell you what. And then I turn my back to the crowd. Oh. And I go, I've never turned my back on you, and you'll never see me do that again. Everybody went crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then Nikki was like, Kevin got suspended for weed. <laughs> and it was a wrap. Yeah, she, she she pulled a an old trick. That's when I didn't know dirty politics was part of that. Wow, yeah. she's running for Senate now. It she probably like, is. No, yeah, I hope she, she got like she started, five babies and no, <laughs> yeah. no baby daddies. <laughs> and I hope she's having a Miguel Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miguel Fuller from Hot One Point Five is our guest this <laughs> evening. We're drinking Fokito. That's not Coquito. That's no, no. Fokito. The fake Coquito. It's the fake Coquito, but it tastes pretty damn. It's good. actually not that yeah. bad. Have you yeah. tasted? I right, wait. Oh, this, you also didn't yeah. finish your shot. We gotta go to break. We yeah. coming back. I know. I need. I need a chaser. No, and no, no. I got it. No, no. Chase yeah, it with no. It. Drink the coquito and chase it with, with the, the tequila. Co- oh, uh, that. <laughs> no. Oh no. I saw right. your eyes. 
I also heard a couple of rumors about Miguel. Because, you know, I'm cool with Holly, and yeah. she's known him longer than anybody. Mm-hmm. I hear he's going to confirm or deny this when we return. Oh, okay. I hear that Miguel bumped his head about 10 years ago, and he was straight for two weeks. We got, oh, he's wow. going to tell us exactly yeah. how many hoes he got up on.